Get Adventures, everybody. Welcome to episode 30 of Books Cubed. I'm Melissa Bonsack, your host, and I'm sick. Again, good gracious, I've been sick a lot. So there is no intro this week just because I've been sick. And if you can hear my fan going in the background, I'm so sorry. It is so hot in this room and I don't feel great. Uh, hang on, I got a cough. Sorry. And uh, I don't feel great. Uh, I think it's allergies more than anything else, but um, I'm going to get right to the show today. I am speaking with Jennifer Illusion, and I'm going to say that wrong. But uh, anyway, it's a really great show. She has a lot of fun. Her books are excellent. Uh, I will see you after I chat with her. So let's get right to it. Welcome, Jennifer. And I'm going to say your last name wrong. And you just told me like three times how to say it. Elegion. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, I did it. I did it. And I'll never remember. And, uh, <laughs> That's right. right before we started, I think you mentioned it. It's kind of like illusion. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pseudonym. So it's a play. I, you know, thought I was being really cool and twisting around some letters with illusion. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, I, I like it. It's a cool pen name. So Thanks. I am reading Jennifer's book. Oh, I'm going to read Jennifer's uh, bio. So let me get back to where that page is. So just deal with me or hang with me for just a second. Okay. Um, Jennifer's bio, <clears throat> excuse me, best-selling and award-winning author, Jennifer Illusion. I said that wrong. Writes about okay. daring young women and magical worlds. She survives on a steady diet of books, podcasts, and her favorite magical tropes. Jennifer frequently wakes up early to go to work before she has to people and she can often be found squirreled away in her office getting some writing done or in her local library agonizing over revisions if all else fails look under the covers she's probably hiding out with a good young adult fantasy series and her book that i am reading right now is titled over raging tides right did i say that right yep that's it that's it and it's um i absolutely love the cover I'm looking at it right now. I wish I, I need to be able to figure out how to show my screen during, um, during uh, an interview. And I know it can be done. I've seen it done. Um, there'll be links. Oh, oh. and sometimes <laughs> if you're watching on video, oh my God, Jennifer has a copy of her book. There it is over Raging Tides. And it's just, <laughs> the artwork is gorgeous. It's a rolls of uh, the ocean and it's a pirate ship on, on the ocean on a wave. Mm -hmm. And just, um, can you read just a very, well, tell us a little bit about what's about and then read us a very short excerpt so people can get a taste for it. Sure. So um, the whole series was inspired one day when I was sick in bed and I was watching Pirates of the Caribbean. And I started thinking about the fact that I felt it was very screwed up that Kira Knightley was the only female character of note in the, at least the first film. Um, so then that kind of inspired me mulling over this idea. It grew into me thinking about these mermaid-like shape-shifting creatures. Um, I was still writing my first series at the time, so I couldn't jump right into it. Um, but when I got to it, I came up with the main character, Grace, who is the first mate and quartermaster on her pirate ship, the Lady Luck. Um, and I, again, you could kind of see the tie to where it was inspired by Pirates of the Caribbean. She sh saves a um, shipwrecked nobleman. Um, and he has the key to this mythical map 
and a treasure that she believes could be the key to saving her mother, who was taken by these evil mermaid-like creatures, the Mordgree. Go ahead and just read a little bit to give everyone a taste for this adventure. Okay. Survivors. My heart stutters in my chest. Somehow, impossibly, they'd made it out of the doomed wreck. But their safety is not yet assured. In my peripheral vision, I suddenly see a silver shadow behind me streak toward them, and I dive, moving before I'm conscious of doing so. I won't let the Mordgree take another. Not today. I cut powerful strokes through the waves, kicking feet weighed down with boots. Leave him! The captain's voice is a hoarse shriek echoing over the waters. The crew on her longboat release startled grunts as she darts to the side of the longboat. Grace, I said leave him. My jaw hardens. I won't. I'm closer to the door and the boys, and that counts for something. Despite the Morgri's speed, I make it there first. Help me up, I demand. Wordlessly, the older boy complies, dark eyes wide, and I scrabble back on my hindquarters, tugging at my belt just in time. My pistol wavers as I level it at the Morgri's head. The threat is meaningless. The gunpowder is wet, rendering the gun useless. But I chance at the Morgri know only that these objects kill that they'd work just as well to blow away their gods-be-damned heads as mortal ones. I swallow hard, never having been this close to one before. It's wholly unsettling to feel seen and held in a gaze when a creature's eyes are consumed by the pitch black of a night sky. The Mordri has gray skin stretched tight, over cartil- stretched tight over cartilage where a nose should be. Its teeth are rows upon rows of needles as it hisses at me, backing away, webbed claws raised as it sinks into the water. My hands are shaking, but I don't dare lower my weapon until I can no longer see its silver sheen beneath the water. Only then do I holster it. Thank you, comes the voice behind me, and I start. Locked in a silent battle of wills with the Mordgri, who would attack or withdraw first, I had nearly forgotten the boys that had spurred me to action in the first place. Don't thank me yet, I reply grimly. Captain Eileen's crew rose toward us, her eyes murderous. We have plenty of rules on the Lady Luck, but chief among them is this. We don't take men on board. Oh, I can't hear you. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) I had to cough, and I coughed with that, and uh, so I hit the cough switch and then forgot to turn it back on. (laughs) I'm I'm still recovering from Chicago. So I met um, Jennifer in Chicago at a writing conference called the Selmore Books Show. I always forget to put the S on the word books. <laughs> and uh, it, there were just, was it 115 people? Something like that, like 115, like 125. Yeah, and I met so many excellent writers. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I have so many that I'm going to be featuring the show. And I'm so excited. And my Kindle is so full of books. <laughs> and that just makes me so happy. It's such a happy person. And but I need to be working on my own stuff, which I am, I am, I am, I am, but um, it's very exciting to do all this reading and all these great books, and I love adventure. That's, Mm -hmm. um, and it's for young adults, but um, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was, it was anything that was below, you know, that, that, that I was too old for, and I'm, I'm in my 50s. Yeah, and honestly, the um, young adult market, there are a ton of adult readers in the young, I read young adult, um, 
the difference is like the theme. So you have people coming of age, you have, um, you know, nothing gets overly graphic, things of that nature. Yeah. And, and you know, word that when we, I think when we hit a certain age and we long for the simplicity of being young and that adventure and that starting out. And so I think that's why there's a lot of um, women in their 40s and 50s and 30s and mm -hmm. 20s <laughs> and teens that uh, <laughs> want to read these stories and that want to, mm -hmm. want to recapture those adventurous days uh, that for some of us are long gone and some of us are they're, they're still, you know, they're still here. Because uh, Jennifer and I were in Chicago uh, <laughs> uh, uh, running through the streets to get, you know, to this, uh, to this conference. And uh, did you did you stay someplace that was near? We were at um, was it the Chicago Theater Works, which yes. is downtown, and um, I thought it was, yeah. yeah, there was a nice area of Chicago. Mm -hmm. We found um, a bed and breakfast that no, it's a an Airbnb that was a thirteen minute walk from where we were. Um, it was a you know I think Chicago and I think the city and and I think you know, crime and, and you know, whatever. And it, it, there wasn't that I saw any, and it was just really a, a nice city from, from what Yeah, it is. Uh, my, uh, when my boyfriend and I started dating a few years ago, he was actually living in Chicago. So I have been there a few times before and it's a great city. I actually, I, so the conference I think is in an area that's known as like Wrigleyville because it's near where the Cubs play. Um, and I was staying unfortunately a little further so I couldn't walk to the conference that would have taken me I believe it's I believe my google maps said it would have taken me 45 minutes to an hour to walk there that's a little but far a 20 minute uber not too bad yeah I think we were like um 1.6 miles and mm -hmm. I had planned on bringing my running clothes but I had been sick right before mm -hmm. coming and so um I I said to my husband I'm just not going to excuse me I said, I'm not going to bring my running clothes. And uh, I had gone to um, uh, Macy's has a, mm -hmm. a discount called Backstage. Macy's okay. Backstage. So if you go up the escalator and to the far back corner of the store, they have all this stuff that uh, you can get really cheap. And I found this little carry-on that will fit underneath your seat on the plane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I said to my husband, I'm fitting everything in this bag. And I went for five days. Oh, wow. I stayed with my friend, Lori, who Lori Drake, who's been on the show a couple of times. I stayed, uh, we stayed an extra day to go to a Cubs game on Monday and they lost. <laughs> anyway, and we ended up, it was so cold. It was so warm during the conference and we were walking everywhere and it was beautiful. I didn't have a jacket on. And at the, for the Cubs game, I bought a sweat, I bought a uh, scarf. Mm -hmm. And then I sat down in the seat and it was so freaking cold that I went back, got a blanket and then laid it across. Lori had like a coat, so she was sitting on her coat, but I, I let, had to adjust the blanket. So I was sitting on the blanket, yet it could cover our legs. So it was like twisted weird. And then every time we needed to jump up to see anything, because we were really close, we had really good seats, <coughs> but everybody would jump, <laughs> excuse me, everybody would, nah, hang on. Okay, everybody would jump up in front of us and we couldn't jump up because we'd have to adjust the blanket. So we're like, right, ah, right. whatever. <laughs> um, but I digressed completely away from, um, from books. So, okay, so 
Jennifer's book was really fun, really exciting. And, and as I was looking at all the different authors that I wanted to talk to, and I'd been looking at all their books, and I've got a, I've got a spreadsheet <laughs> of what everybody talk, what everybody writes about, and and uh, and all their, and I was writing down their books and looking them up, and I saw yours and went, oh, one of the first ones because it's adventure, and I love adventure. Now you have got um, two series that I that I could tell. You've got the mm. The uh, the pirate. What is the pirate series called? The Lady Pirate series. Oh, perfect. And then you <laughs> have got the Elemental Fantasy series. Now, yes, that's a sky and sea. Okay, so they're sort of they're both. I mean, the the pirate series has elements of fantasy because mm, of the yep. creatures that are underneath the water, the mermaid-like creatures, and I forget what they're more. What are they the called Marjorie. again? Okay, so do you have the same audience reading the elemental fantasy ones that you do the pirate ones? Do they cross over? Or were you worried about writing under the same pen name? No, I wasn't because it is, it is fantasy. It's more adventure oriented, but it has, you know, it has a magical map. It has these mermaid creatures. There's, there's some other stuff that I won't go into too much because it happens one in later books and two spoilers. Um, no spoilers, no spoilers. But um, I, so I do think there is audience crossover, but I also think that some of the audience didn't cross over because Threats of Sky and Sea is very, um, more traditional fantasy. You have the king, the lost princess, these powers she didn't know she had. It's also spoiler, but I think I put that in the blurb. So secrets yeah. out on that one. Um, so some people are looking more for that aspect, the royalty aspect, we'll say. Um, yeah, but, the covers really, you get that, 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 um, queen or, or princess or that, mm -hmm. that you get that from looking at the covers. And when you look at the covers between that and then the pirate that covers, yeah, it's very different. Right. Um, so it has but, a different but, but feel, fantasy, but... fantasy, like you said. So yeah, they're going to follow through. So then you're okay then putting links to both series in the books. To, yeah. To try to get yeah. yeah, I do link them. And I also just launched a, um, a the first book in what will be a duology when I get around to the next book of a um, Cinderella fantasy retelling. So it's Cinderella if Cinderella was an assassin sent to kill Prince Charming, and it's called Striking Midnight. And oh, so they're I all of that. What's it called again? Striking Midnight. Oh, is it out yet? It is. That is out yet. It's not in KU yet because it's in a it's in a multi author set, and that set is in KU. So okay. had to had to toe the line carefully of what Amazon's terms and conditions say I can do. So it's only in the one place for now. Oh yeah, yeah. But that it's I love only that. So she's you. an assassin sent to kill Prince Charming. Yes. By oh, her stepmother. <laughs> that's fantastic. Are you going to do other fairy tales with twists? That is the plan. Um I have other I have other series planned as well so I think that that will kind of be almost a refresher between series for me to tell a fairy tale and then be able to do a series maybe a couple of duologies I haven't fully yeah. fleshed it out yet I think the next one might be Robin Hood but I haven't played around with it too much yet oh yeah yeah I like that I like that a lot 
I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> now you're, I was looking at all your books and I mean, you're really well received. People Thank really you. like your books. There's, there's good reviews. Um, do you, I know that the, for writers, the thing is never read the reviews. I, I didn't know on Goodreads that I had reviews. I've got a lot more reviews on Goodreads and I, and I'm yes. like, really? And then I went to Goodreads and I went, Oh my God, it's the wrong book cover. And as I was trying to put the right book cover on, I accidentally read some of the reviews and they're all very nice. But <clears throat> I did have one person who said, Oh, what did she say? Oh, that's just so improbable. And I thought, um, yeah. <laughs> Why would you think if what, and, I, and if you don't know what I write, I write um, about a character that all these idiotic, unprobable things happen to her. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, in real life, absolutely nothing would, of this would happen to her. But this lady was complaining that in real life, you know, these things wouldn't happen. Well, of course they wouldn't. It's a mm -hmm. character in a book. So I, I laughed about that. I think she gave me a two-star review and I laughed. I said, I, 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 sat, I copied it to my editor and said, can you believe this? This is so funny. Why mm -hmm. would she? Anyway, but do you look at, do you look, do you make the mistake of looking at your reviews? And, and from what I've seen, they're, they're pretty nice. But, and if you see the nice ones, I mean, what is that good or bad? I mean, how does that affect you? Does it, does it? So I, when my first book came out, yes, I read pretty much all my reviews. I would go on Twitter and I would never interact with the reader if they didn't tag me because I, that wasn't a wormhole I wanted to jump into, uh, you know, that was their space. But I would search my book title on Twitter or I would go on Goodreads and look at the reviews on Goodreads. I stopped doing that because the ones that were mediocre or, the, you know, I have a couple two stars. Um, they, they would get in my head like nothing else. So they drown out the sea of, oh, I really enjoyed this. This reminded me of my favorite author. Like, I want to read more of this series. And I'd get meh and I'd be like, what did I do wrong? How could I have made them have a more positive experience? And it would slow down the progress on the next books in the series. <laughs> so now I generally try to, you know, I have a beta reader, I have an editor, so I try to focus in on those voices. I have an ARC team, I listen to them. Um, but I try not to look at the reviews because also the book is out already, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's probably wise and, <sighs> If you get, and, and it, just like it's bad to read all the bad reviews and it's depressing, and then you think, why the hell am I writing this book? Nobody cares, nobody loves me. If you read too many reviews that think you're fabulous, then you start yeah. I think overthinking. Like I've got this friend who told me, um, the first line of my book is an amazing first line of a book. I just love how you do first lines of books. I still don't have a first line for book two. Because yeah. him saying that to me, I've got a first line. Now, now you're overthinking. I'm your on first chapter line. nine. Yay. So, um, but I think I'm going to tell my editor that we need to, and I'm sure she'll tell me actually, I won't need to tell her. She's a very good development, developmental editor, and she will say, you need to start here instead of where you did start. But, you know, him saying that and me thinking about it and going, wow, now it's in my head. And it's mm. all I think about is that first line. Oh my God. And it is important. A first line is so important in setting the tone for the book mm -hmm. you know and and it's but yeah it's it's oh 
why did you tell me that, Todd, if you're listening? Uh, anyway, Todd, if anybody's listening, this is Todd from, I think, episode three, where we talked about poetry. He's a poet, and I hate poetry. Mm. So I was very nice. I mean, I didn't come out and say I hate poetry, but it might have on the show, but it was early. It might have been episode two, but I was early in the show still, and I wasn't. Now I'd go, I hate poetry. Make me not hate poetry. And he'd laugh and go, I don't care if you hate poetry. So it wouldn't be a show at all. Uh, so so you've got, how many books out? Oh, gosh. Um, so I have the Complete Threats of Sky and Sea trilogy that also has a book of, four, of short stories. So let's call that four. Um, and I have two books out in the Lady Pirates series. So six. Uh, Striking Midnight. So seven. And then I have a contemporary romance that I don't talk about too much because I think that really screwed up my also bots for a long time. So technically I have eight. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for every time I buy a book, I screw up people's also bots because I buy every single genre out there. I read every single genre out there. Mm -hmm. And as I talked about last week, I, I've had romance books recommended to me and uh, okay, I'll read them and then gone, wow, these are really good. And then had these people on the show and I still was saying, oh, I don't read romance. <laughs> and then I'm on the plane to Chicago and I'm looking at my Kindle and I'm like, and you're like I read romance. <laughs> books are romance. Oh my God. So and, yeah, and it was last week I was talking about why is there the, why is that a bad thing? You know, it's not. It's not, oh my God, I wish I could write romance. Those people, you know. They, they, <laughs> yeah, if you can write romance and do it well, then. They print their own money. Holy cow. You know? um, uh, but yeah, so it was, it was yeah, so I'm sure I screw up. And I, and I apologize sometimes to people and say, like Jay, I, I said to him, I'm so sorry. I'm going to buy your book and I'm going to totally screw up. I think I said, <laughs> really fuck up your, your also bots completely. Mm. Uh, because, um, you know, I read post-apoc, I read romance, I read fantasy, I read thrillers, I read women's fiction, I read mm. everything. I read yeah. everything. And it, and it's, I'm usually reading four or five books at once because this morning is not the same as this afternoon and my mood has changed and I, I want something say, different. You're a mood reader. Exactly. And if I'm going to bed, I do not want to read anything that's going to keep me awake. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read stuff that's... um a nice relationship book, you know, mm -hmm. and they're at a good point where, oh, maybe a romance, but not at the point where, you know, he's just left and she's standing there in the rain kind of thing. Oh my God, I got to keep reading mm -hmm. to see what happens. No. So, so it's um, tons of stuff out there. So, but anyway, long winded, <laughs> I was trying to get back around again. So you've got, you've got seven books. When is the next one coming out? Um, so I have a, I have a novella that will be in a multi-author set that I, the multi-author set is called Rogue Skies and I think it comes out in September. The Lady Pi, the last book in the Lady Pirate series is the um, one that, next one I'm launching on my own. And I don't have an actual release date for it, but I have finished the first draft at long last. So nice. as soon as I can well, that get it revised and get it to my editor and she can get it back to me. And will that end the series for that series? That will, yes, that will end. Okay, season. so when you're done with it and it's out mm -hmm. or ready to come out, 
come back on the show and we'll talk about that and then people can buy the whole series. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, and then like, so I, I tape the shows between Sunday and Wednesday and they come out on, fr on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. So like if it's gonna come out on a Friday, we'll just time it so it's the show, that, so it's already out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the day that the show airs, you know? Yeah. Because the I'm last time I'm like, it was because somebody was on, I was like, oh, the show, it'll be out next week. And I said, I'm so sorry. I just should, should have, shouldn't have aired the show till next week. <laughs> I was originally hoping that, because I had done a decent chunk of the draft before 2018 ended for book three of the Lady Pirates series. Um, so I had been thinking it would be out much earlier. And I hit a wall with this draft. And I, unfortunately, am a pantser. I'm trying to become a reformed pantser and turn into a plotter so that this doesn't happen to me in the future. Um, however, I thought it would come out much earlier. So my plan was then to launch the Lady Pirates box set in September on Talk Like a Pirate Day, which I might still do because I just think it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you could also, you, <coughs> excuse me. I was talking to somebody recently who launched something at Christmas and everybody, everybody always says, don't launch at Christmas, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And she made a killing launching at Christmas because nobody was launching at Christmas. Right. So you could always launch the box set because, you know, day after Christmas, everybody's loading, or day of Christmas, they're loading mm. their Kindles, the new Kindles that they've gotten. Right, right. And there's always a new round of people getting Kindles. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I love my paper white. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's my what paper. I have too. I, I had one of the like first or second generation Kindles and it just pooped out on me recently. So for uh, Christmas last year, my pay, that was my gift from my parents. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, 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 oh, nice, nice. But I, I love it, and uh, I think Jay and Zach were talking about it being on sale, and I oh, turned nice. off the podcast, it was like six months ago now, because I just made the last payment today, and you could make payments. Oh, that is 17 nice. bucks a month, <laughs> and it was on sale, it was like 85 bucks. Mm. And it was like normally, I don't know, 130 or something like right. that. Yeah, so I was very excited. And I still haven't gone outside to read outside. You're supposed to be able to read outside in the sun. And I keep forgetting to open it and look yeah, while I'm outside. and in the dark, which is nice because my first generation Kindle did not have that backlit feature, which is nice. And it's not harsh on your eyes like the blue light of the phone. Yeah, it's great. And I, and I can read uh, in bed while my husband, well, he's always got the TV on, so, uh, <laughs> but I can read um, in bed and I don't bother him if the TV right, goes yeah, off. Yeah, I like that aspect of it too. Up. Yeah. yeah. So, which, which is good, which is good. So I tell you, you got, you, you're, you're pretty prolific compared to me. How long have you been writing? Um, I just celebrated my five-year pub anniversary on Monday. <laughs> nice. Nice. So you're, you're a little more than a book a year, a little less than yeah. a book a year. Uh, yeah. So a little more, I'm sorry, a little more. It, so the first, the first series I did a book a year and then kind of KU became the thing to do and rapid release became the thing to do. So I'm, I feel like I'm playing catch up at this point. So I'm trying to become better, faster, stronger, you know. <laughs> what, do, what do you want to move toward? How many books a year do you want to be putting out? I would love to be able to do every three to four months reliably. Um, I'm not there yet. So right now it's just write the book, set a release date at that point. If I become a more steady, reliable writer, then whole new ball game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, do you ever think about uh, 
working on like a series of three and then holding them till they're all done and then wrapping yeah. So I'm considering release like every three months. And as you're releasing, be writing a new series and that mm -hmm. way you're always ahead, you know? Yeah. So I, um, I haven't decided for sure whether or not I'm going to go this way, but that is something I'm considering for, um, the series that I'm going to work on after the Lady Pirate series and after my Cinderella duology, after those two are wrapped up. Um, I have a, I have a series that I've done all four covers for already. <laughs> um, nice. That's going to be called The Lost Kingdom, but I haven't written a word of it yet. So I'm considering doing that method with that, but you know, we'll see how it goes, how the writing is going and all that stuff. Yeah. How, uh, do you have a day job? Yes. Yeah. I'm just an administrative assistant right now. Uh, does it, does it, you know, you're writing, are you writing before and after work kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much um, I'll either, if, if I'm not overly tired in the morning, then I try to get up pretty early, say around like 5.30 or 6 o'clock and get some words banged out before I have to go into work. And then when I get home, um, in like the afternoon or evening, I will work on it then, go to the gym, and then I don't do anything in the, in the like actual, like we're talking around seven o'clock right now, I am done for the day, I can't. My brain doesn't work on that level anymore. <laughs> yeah, you need, you need to feed your brain with some, yeah. with some, um, just some nothing. But yeah, but, but writing before you go to work. Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. Oh Chicago yeah. Med, that's all on tonight. That's my big evening plan today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What but but writing before work, does that does that get you kick started for your day? Are you excited when you get to work or are you exhausted by the time you get there? I actually so the first few times I did it, I I did feel tired because I just wasn't used to the routine of getting up at that hour. Um, you know, it was a few, a few hours early, a couple, two to three hours earlier than I would otherwise have woken up. Um, but other than that, I feel kind of energized. Like I feel just really good that I accomplished something already that day. You know, it's 9 a.m. and I'm like, I wrote 3,000 words this morning. <laughs> you know, that's, it's, and some, and some of my listeners are, re are writers also. And the amount of writing that you can get done in a really short amount of time mm -hmm. um, is amazing. And you can mm -hmm. write a whole book. I mean, if you, if you took 10 minutes a day, you can write a whole book very quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, quicker even, or 10 minutes here and there. Uh, mm -hmm. when, I, when I used to be, I used to, years ago, uh, drive a beer cart on a golf course. And I would sit on my phone and write and work on a book. 10 minutes here two minutes mm. there, a quick minute here, um, when I wasn't making Bloody Marys, and I wrote 50,000 words. Mm -hmm. And um, I, don't other, know, yeah, I don't know if that book will ever see the light of day. Um, did it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, uh, I, am, I am going to, it's very different from what I'm, I currently write. So I think I'm gonna have to come up with a pen name, it's fantasy. Okay. And um, I think if I, I go back and fiddle with that, I can I can have a good book. Mm -hmm. But I've got to start, you know. Yeah. I've got to start the point. Very nice. And uh, mm -hmm. it's um, but yeah, I need to get my my husband needs wants me to to spend more time writing. It's like, why aren't you working more? Why aren't you working more? <laughs> yes, I know I need to work. I need to finish this book because I've got 
uh, somebody emailed me the other day. Oh, somebody gave me your book and I absolutely love it. It's wonderful. When's the next one coming out? Yeah. Is it ready? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm losing sales because it's a good feeling, but <laughs> yeah, it's also like, oh, out there. Really yeah. And it, it's, that. I need to get myself out there. You know, I've got, I, for a while I was introducing this show as, um, I think what I say, uh, I'm Melissa Bonsack, the author of the June Nash Misadventure series. When I'm not writing, I'm reading. And then I thought, I have one book and one short story out. I'm going to take that off for a little while until I have three books. And then I'll put that link that back on because uh, it just doesn't feel like I, you know, I, I, that should be there. Since I, I thought by the time that um, that the tenth show was out, you know, that I would have another book out and off to my editor. And, um, and it's just, uh, yeah. And, and I, usually I'm an outliner. I started in screenwriting and I was just very anal about outlining, outlining. And then I tried pantsing this book and this is why it's taking me two years. Mm -hmm. I <laughs> will like, say that when I have, so the second book in the Lady Pirate series is Through Fathoms Dark and Deep. And up until that point, that was the fastest I ever wrote a book. And I think it's because before I wrote it, I sat down and said, what are the questions I opened in Overraging Tides that need to be furthered along in this? How can I do that? So it wasn't, it wasn't to the level of a plotter that I would like to be, but it was more than I'd really ever done before. And it was the fastest I ever managed to write a book. See, and that, that's so smart. And uh, I teach an outlining course and I would say to people, <laughs> You got to know how to get into a scene, through a scene, and out of a scene, or you can't write the the, the play or the whatever you're writing. You got to know how the, you got to know those basic things. Yeah. And if you have an outline, you can for screenplays anyway. If you know exactly what you're writing, you can jump into the screenplay at any point to write mm -hmm. for a screenplay anyway because it's it's all dialogue. Right. Now for a book, it's different. And you can jump into the book at any point to work on it, but you do need a basic outline mm -hmm. because as you write, things will change, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's good. But then when things do change, you need to go back to your outline and adjust your outline so you don't miss plot points mm -hmm. and you don't leave any, any hanging questions, um, uh, you know, in, in the air. Uh, so, so, uh, Tell me one more time. When is the next book coming out? Or it is out? No, the um, so the last book in uh, the Lady Pirate series is not out yet, but it will be by the end of the year. That's that's the best I can say for a release date right now. First draft is done. <laughs> this year, yeah, I like to say um, 2019. It'll be done yeah. 2019. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, so that will give you eight books? Yes. Eight okay. YA fantasy, I think. So I also, yeah, I have, I have all these little like novella, short story things that are just ebook exclusives. I have those as well, but. We'll, so we'll when will you look at what you've written and consider yourself a literary success? When I'm making a living at it. <laughs> <laughs> yes and for some people it's not money yes it's, uh readers it's people mm. um it's people uh, reading their book mm. in chicago i was sitting at a table chatting with a lady and we were talking about disabilities because i 
I don't know, I couldn't hear her and I talked about how it was really loud. And I said, well, I wear hearing aid, I wear cochlear implants because I'm deaf. Mm -hmm. So we got to talking about disabilities and I said to her, yes, I said, my friend Terry writes this series uh, and I said, there's a deaf, and I'm gonna do it right, there's a blind girl, she's got a dog and she's got superpowers and she has a blind, no, a, yeah, she's, hang on. She's blind, she has the dog, she has superpowers. She has a deaf friend, deaf best friend. I can't remember if you have superpowers or not. And I said, and they solve crimes. And it's, I said the first word of the title, it's fuzzy. And she went, visions, I've read it. And my friend, when I told my friend, she's like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, it's almost like finding your book, seeing somebody out in the wild reading right, your book. reading your book, yeah. You know, that, that, I mean, that's, so for some people, and for me, that would be success for me, which I'm sure is never gonna happen because, <laughs> My books are ebooks, and they're they're you know, you know that they're not going to be in in print. I don't sell very many print. I sell I don't know, five print books a month. Mm -hmm. um, so I just don't, and they're not in any. They're not in bookstores. But right, right. that would be really cool. I would be really. I'd love to see someone actually reading one mm -hmm. out in public somewhere for me. But yeah, yeah, making a living and being able to quit your day job. Yeah, that's that's the ultimate dream. I mean, there are there are like little there are I don't want to call them little. Um, there are other parts of the author dream that I've been I had someone make fan art for my book the, for the first time last year. Wow! And I have that. It's not on my desk. It's on the, my bookcase across my office. But that I had it, I printed it out and I had it framed. <laughs> like this is the coolest thing. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know it's the it's the getting um, emails from from readers, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and um, it's uh, yeah. I don't, I don't. I'm, I mean, I'm not worried money. Why? I mean, a goal. My mother was asking me this, and I said I would love to make enough money to make my car payment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that, um, and I suppose you know, I get enough books, I could do that, mm -hmm. um, or get a cheaper car. <laughs> <laughs> which ultimately would be uh, <clears throat> important. But anyway, so um, it's probably getting close to uh, uh, a pretty long show here. So let's we'll wrap it up. And when the next pirate one is out, we'll have you back on so we can talk about, um, talk about the whole series, not, okay. not give any spoilers, but we can talk about, how it went over the course of the series, and then maybe people will be interested, and then they can get the whole series. Yeah, that would be great. You know? Would love yeah. to. So, um, and and readers often will not read a book until they're at least three in they the like series. To binge read. I mean, I get it. I like to watch. I like to binge watch on Netflix, so I can understand it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, I think there was a show I almost started watching, but there was only one season from several mm -hmm. years ago, and I'm like, I'm not going to bother. This show was canceled. Yes, it was Unless canceled. It's, so it's probably every now not and then I find like something, and I'll be like, "Let me Google. Maybe this was just a mini series." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they probably ruined it. They probably ruined it. <laughs> but uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, I will have you back on soon. Oh, and where can people find you? People can find me um, primarily on my website, so jenniferellison.com, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-E-L-L-I-S-I-O-N.com. Spell that one out. Um, I'm also, I'm on Facebook, Jennifer Elgin Author, um, and Instagram and Twitter as at Jen Elgin. 
Okay, well, uh, I'll put all those in the show links. I was just going to say, you just spelled them out, so I shouldn't have any problem doing it. But if I need help, I'll drop you a line. And uh, I recommend her book. Go check it out. They will be in the show notes. You will not be disappointed. And uh, thank you so much. And um, thank you for having me. Thanks, Jennifer. You will find everything in the show notes, uh, links to her books, links to her. And if you'd like to comment, go ahead. And if you're on YouTube, you know how to do it. Drop down. Well, I think you do. I had someone tell me they didn't know how to comment on YouTube. Um, and now that I'm sitting here, I'm not sure I know what to tell you. I think you just drop down and I think there's a place to comment. So you just have to take a look at it. If you are on a podcast, try to remember when you get back to your computer or your mobile phone and uh, let us know, let us, and by us, I mean me, let me know what you think of the show. Uh, click on those stars. Give me some star love. You will also find the show on Instagram under books underscore cubed but I think you can just type in books cubed and you'll find it there too. So I will see you next week. And in the meantime, go read a good book. Mm -hmm.